for joining in our wild endeavors. An interlude. Fleeting memories. She was jostled awake as her Yaravin bolted through the tear in the sky. The screams were already fading from her head. Blessedly, she was too drunk to remember the dream. But she knew which one it had been. She knew what haunted her, waking and sleeping. What was always there when her eyes closed. Always there in the quiet moments when she didn't drown them out. Her mount, named Fleeting, had long, rabbit-like ears pressed flat against its head. They flowed back and brushed her arm where she had tied herself to the saddle. The creature's body, something in between a jackrabbit and a panther, lunged and flowed beneath her. She didn't have to look down to know they were running across the sky. Running on air always felt different than solid ground. Though, the way her head was swimming, maybe she wouldn't have known. As she began to untie her arm, Ifridi Fire Vodka continued to cloud her head and blur the edges of her vision. She would regret that later, but at least she had drank that smug salamander under the table. People never expected a halfling her size could hold their drink like she... Wait, had she outdrank the salamander? She realized she couldn't remember, but she probably did. Not that it really mattered now. They were riding, and the wild hunt rode for one reason, and one reason only. Like an arrow loosed at a target, she and her fellow hunters raced across a purple and orange sky. Oh, she thought. She must be back in the Feywild. She expertly fought back a wave of nausea, and the threat of that fire vodka returning with a vengeance, as Fleeting banked gently to one side. The riders were turning, a large, graceful circle to come back around. They must be close to their target. That was fast, she thought. Unless she had blacked out a bit since coming through the portal. She didn't think she had. There hadn't been more dreams that she wished she could forget. She leaned toward the direction the hunters were circling, trying to see what was down there. Fleeting, used to her riding drunk, shifted its weight and gait to keep her in the saddle. She didn't notice. It took her a few extra moments to slog through the molasses in her head. Something was down there, something she knew. And then the booze curtain slipped aside for a moment and she had it. Horn Hill. Someone had summoned the Wild Hunt. This is bold, she said, without meaning to. She raised a hand to cover her real eye, and let her sight focus through the yellow gem that sat in the socket where her left eye had been. The gem's magic not only let her see much farther, 
It also compensated for her inebriation, so she saw clearly the five figures atop the hill. A dwarf, who looked like she was itching to break something's skull, and was rocking the biceps and hammers to do so. A large bear of a human, in holier-than-thou armor. She took a moment to spit her disgust for the gods. A gnome, who looked like they'd be deadly with a blade, jauntily tapped his foot in impatience. A lanky eladrin, in the trappings of a scholar or an arcanist, studied the riders with shrewd eyes. And an elf with the heavy but lean muscles of an archer, also waiting impatiently. He was going to be trouble, she thought. She had a thing for elves, and either the booze or his piercing eyes had her blood up. A little ways ahead of her, she saw the horned rider and his wind racers break off from the rest of the hunt and head toward the hilltop. She half lurched, half guided her mount to follow. It would be no secret that she was drunk, but she was a wind racer and thus entitled to ride with them. She told herself she mostly just wanted to stand still for a bit, but something else about the group below nagged at her. When the riders landed, she felt the ground continue to spin a bit underneath her. She leaned forward, arms lazily crossed over Fleeting's neck, to try to hide it. None's the wiser, she mused happily. Then, as Fleeting's ears perked up, she realized she had accidentally said that aloud. Just how much had she drank with that salamander? Rusp, a gnome hunter fond of taking teeth as a prize, was down off his mount and talking to the five adventurers. When had he done that? Then she heard something that made her blood run cold and sobered her considerably. A friend of hers sent us to look for her as well, a Glarion. Suddenly more alert, she realized what had been nagging at her drunken mind. That hammer the burly dwarf carried. It's Baharoth, the hammer of Targar Thunderfist. The hammer that split Mount Hyrath into two. The bear-like human, he carried Fanroth, the shield of Cantor Declan the shield that broke the Hunstad Highlands. This is not good, she thought. Whatever it is, it's not good. She leaned over and began rummaging frantically in her saddlebag. She pulled two bottles from the bag. The bottles could not be more different. One squat and round, the other tall and thin. She had picked those specific shapes purposefully so she could tell which one was which by feel. That is, when she was sober enough, she could remember the difference. Now, she had to hold them up close to her real eye to study the liquid in each. One was an elixir that would sober her up, restore her vitality, as if she had slept for a week, and leave her breath smelling of orange ginger. The other was an incredibly potent mulled wine made from the shadow fruit from the orchards of the drow city Azovayesh. Whatever else was about to happen, she knew exactly which one she wanted. She dropped the elixir back into her bag, bit the cork out of the other bottle, 
and began to drink deeply of the shadow fruit wine. Join us next week for the next chapter of the story of the Wayward Sons and more wild endeavors. <laughs>